Welcome to the 31 Oils Podcast. I'm Jen O'Sullivan. This is a place for free, fast-paced, and focused learning to boost your personal wellness journey. When you know better, you do better. And when you do better, you will be better. You can find more of my resources over at jenosullivan.com and also 31oils.com. Are you ready to put some work in today? All right, let's dive into today's topic. Hey guys, we're going to get into the essential oil basics. <laughs> so we're going to ask a few questions here and answer them real quick to help you guys understand them. The what, how, who, why, and when. So let's just get started. All right. So what are essential oils? Well, we know that essential oils have been touted as the life force of the plant. They basically are the volatile and volatile means that it's readily wanting to leap into the air. Okay, so there's those volatile fragrant molecules in a plant that actively work to help promote systematic regulations, meaning the regulation of the systems of that plant and healthful modification of the plant cells. So it's it's literally those essential oils in the plant are helping to modify in a healthy way the plant cells. Now we know that this um, this works much in the same way that it does in us as humans. So many times what it does in a plant, it will actually help in us as humans. So how do we use them? Well, we're going to use them topically, aromatically, or internally. And just remember that if you are going to embark upon internal consumption use, uh, and consumption can be anything from in your mouth to in any other orifice, <laughs> you can use them as pessiaries, that's vaginally, or even suppositories, which would be um, anally. So basically, I want to make sure you understand that you would only use internally when it's clearly stated on the label of your essential oil as for internal use. So check your label, and if it says not for consumption or not for internal use, that's a very clear indicator that there's something possibly wrong. Not necessarily wrong, wrong, but in the company's mind, they don't think anything's wrong with that, but oftentimes that means that there is potentially some fillers or some uh, some actual contaminants that could be a problem. <laughs> a lot of times it's in the form of synthetic ingredients, but oftentimes it has to do also with how they were created, meaning where what type of plant. So uh, if it's a food regulatory plant, then there's different guidelines that have to be used when you're consuming something. All right, so like you can't have your dog running around the kitchen if you're making apple pie for people, <laughs> right? It has to be in a clean environment. So hope that makes sense. Okay, so how do they work? Well, just like our blood, like my blood helps to oxygenate, regulate, and heal my body, essential oils do the same thing for the plant that they're extracted from. So they help support and regulate our body systems as well. So it's pretty interesting. So often people ask, well, who should use them? Shouldn't like the elderly and little babies not use them? Actually, everyone should use them, even animals. So just know that it's something that we all use. Anytime an animal, you know, your dog eats grass or you know, an animal eats a plant, they're eating essential oils. And so know that babies can use them as well. There's just different safety precautions we want to take. And certain animals shouldn't be consuming certain essential oils, just like certain humans shouldn't be consuming 
or using certain plants, right? We know that some plants to be toxic to us. So, you know, we just use logic and we understand which ones we should and shouldn't use. Um, but why should we use them? Basically, they help support the health and wellness of our body, mind, and spirit. And that's what I think is so fascinating about oils is we sort of understand the body part, but when we get into that emotional mind and spirit side, it starts to get really interesting. Okay, so when should we use them? Well, I always say every day and often. Uh, essential oils are not single-use fixes. I know a lot of people call them like, you know, the Band-Aid fix. We don't want to do the Band-Aid fix. We don't want to only use them when we need them. So they should be looked at like any other wellness regimen that you embark upon. So you know, you don't really start and stop a diet in one day, right? Well, okay, maybe I do. <laughs> maybe you do. But when you want results, right, that's that's the key. When you want results and overall wellness, you basically know that you have to do something long-term and with diligence and commitment, and that's how you should be using essential oils, Okay, so that's an important thing to remember that this is part of your daily wellness regimen. All right, so let's get into a little bit deeper of what exactly are essential oils. Well, we know, like I said, essential oils are the life force of plants, but basically that's their internal juices. The, in the essential oil is to a plant as blood is to a human. So while not exactly blood-like, they do support the plant similarly, similarly in the way that blood for humans does, right? So those juices are called the oleo-resin gum part of the plant, okay? So this is important to understand because I'm going to help you define like where the word oil came from because it's not oily oil, but to help you understand how this all works. So the oleo is the lipid soluble and volatile part of the plant juices. And that's mostly what make up essential oils. All right. So that resin. So again, it's oleo resin gum is, is basically all the juices in the plant. So the oleo is the lipid solid, solid, uh, excuse me, lipid soluble part. And then the resin is the alcohol soluble part. And the gum is the water soluble part. Okay. So the word oleo is where we get the term essential oil oils because the oleo part of the plant is the volatile part of that plant juice. So rather than call it oleo oils, right? Oleo essential. <laughs> it's basically derived from the Latin word oleum for oil. So I, I don't know that that would go over well, everybody calling them oleum, right? But so that's why we call them essential oils. And um, that volatile means a substance ability to leap into the air. <laughs> and when we think about something that's volatile, sometimes we think in the negative. But from a plant perspective, vol volatile just literally means a substance's ability to leap into the air. So it's basically why all essential oils are fragrant, uh, most of them anyways, and why you're able to smell some of the more potent oils from literally across the room just by opening the bottle. <laughs> so uh, they're composed of three major fractions. And, and why I say fractions is because this is where you can get into fractionation or fractional distillation. But they are cons basically composed of these three major fractions. And they're called phenols, monoterpenes, and sesquiterpenes. Okay, and so some people you'll hear them call them sesquiterpenes or sesquiterpenes. So it's 
totally fine, whichever way you want to pronounce it. Um, they are, there are basically many different types of essential oils and there's other, um, fractions in there as well, but those are the major ones. Uh, but those different types of essential oils based on how they were produced from cultivation to distillation, finding out which type is right exactly for who and for what, like that's part of the fun of essential oils because there are so many different uses, so many different ways in which, um, they work. So I hope that this has been a helpful part of your journey just to give you a basic overview of essential oils and how they work. So thanks guys. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your journey today. You can find all my books and other resources over at 31oils.com. For additional content, head over to jenosullivan.com. Until next time, I'm Jen O'Sullivan. Know better, do better, be better. This episode is brought to you by my beautiful husband, who literally thinks every single time he puts essential oils on the bottom of his feet, he's going to ruin his shoes or ruin the carpet. (laughs) I have to keep reminding him that the oil that he's putting on his feet is not oily oil, and that actually it would probably help his shoes and the carpet. (laughs) So cheers to my husband, cheers to all the men in our lives who are trying oils out, and they get it mixed up a little bit, but yes, essential oils oils are not oily oils. Thanks guys. Be blessed.